Shalom Aleichem on behalf of Tate 613, we welcome you to Tate 10 for Talmud. Kedushin Nun Gimel, Kedushin 53a, pagination is 105. We'll start on the facing page, Tanya, four lines up. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, Mikudeshes, a woman who received Kodshe Kodshim, given to her by a Kohen who was supposed to eat it himself, he hands it off to her. As Kiddushin, Rabbi Yehuda held it was Mikudeshes. Rabbi Yossi Omer Eina Mikudeshes, which is the way we paskin, it is not Mikudeshes. Omer Rabbi Yechen and Rabbi Yechen said, Shnei Mikra Echa Dorshu. They're both inferring their ruling from the same Pasuk. The Pasuk says, This shall be the rule of the Kodesh Kadoshim from the fire. Rabbi Yehuda Savar Lecha Ulechal Tzarchecha. When it says Vizel Lecha, this should be for you from the Kodesh Kadashim. So it's for you, and you're entitled to do with it. It's gifted to you, whatever you want. Rabbi Yossi Savar Koesh, and Rabbi Yossi holds it's like the fire. Maish Laachila, Afhunami Laachila, just like the fire consumes it, so too you also, the Kohen, are going to consume it, but it's not gifted to you as a monetary thing to do with it what you want. In the Rambam's words, as we mentioned yesterday, Hilchus Ishus, hey, hey, the Rambam writes, Shalohutru ela it was only permitted for eating. And really, we could appreciate here what the role of the Kohanim is in eating the karbanos, the part that's meant for them. As the expression goes, Kohanim ochlim ubailim mischaprin. The Kohanim eat, and the owner gets his atonement. On some level, the Kohen is actually acting like a living Mizbeach. His job is to consume the carbon. There's consumption done on the Mizbeach by the fire, and there's consumption done by human beings. We have in the Tamei HaMitzvahs the concept that the owner of the carbon is giving these meats or in the case of Menachos, the product, the flour, oil product, the wafer, whatever we want to call that, loaf, we're giving it to the Kohen, and he's the one who's going to eat it. It's an expression of reverence that these Mesharsei Hashem are my role models and just as a portion is given to the Mizbeach, so a portion is given to them. But according to Rebiosi, the comparison is quite striking. Ma'eshla the fire does a consumption, the Kohanim will also do a consumption. Amr Rabyechen and Rabyechenan said, Nimnu Vigamru, they decided, they took an accounting of the Tamidechachamim voting. For Rabbi Yehuda's approach or Rabbi Yossi's approach, 
and they came to the conclusion if a person does kiddushin with the meat of the high level of karbanos or what's described as a lesser level of kiddusha of karbanos either way it is not a good kiddushin skipping a line Amar Abaye Abaye said what Rabbi Yechanan is saying makes a lot of sense. It matches a different brisa, and to appreciate what it is that we're comparing is the concept that the gift that's given to the Kohen is not a regular gift that he owns it on a financial level, but rather, like the Rambam's words, He's just supposed to eat it. That's the role that he plays in this equation, not that he owns it. And Abaye proves this from a brisa that describes that it's not the Kohanes in order to barter, to trade, let me get less on this carbon in exchange for your giving me more on a different carbon. It doesn't work like that. We divide each carbon according to its own merits. The Tanya, as we learned, How do I know that you don't divide the menachos, the wafer or loaf type carbon, compared to the meat animal type carbon? How do I know you can't do such exchanges? And the Gemara brings psukim, l'chol Psukim to show you that each one of these gets divided according to its own merit and not by way of exchange, uh, barter, or trading. Skipping down to about seven lines above the wide, I understand that you can't exchange one type of mincha a flower oil offering with a different one, and likewise, those exchanges you can't do. <clears throat> because one of them produces a soft type of product and one of them produces a very hard type of product. But I would think that you could exchange the same type of carbon from different people, the same type you could do in exchange of Macheshes, Keneged Macheshes, because they're both either hard or both soft. Talmud Lomar, again, all of the Bnei Aaron, all of the Kohanim, have equal rights to these carbonos, and you can't do these exchanges. Now, on the topic of the word machavas and marcheshes, Rashi explains right over here, and it's very helpful to understanding the psukim in Chumash, Pashas Tzav, Perek Zayin, Pasuk, Tes, where the Pasuk describes v'cholnasa ba'marcheshes va'al machavas, any carbon that's made marcheshes or machavas. What exactly do these two words mean? 
the Gemara told us that one is soft and one is hard. Rashi tells us that a machavas is eina amuka. A machavas is not deep as a frying pan. It's a shallow pan, but it's very wide. There's a lot of surface area to the bottom of this pan, but it doesn't have a whole lot of height. The result is that the batter spreads well across the bottom of this pan. It has a lot of exposure to the pan, and therefore the oil gets burnt, is Rashi's description, and Maaseim Koshim, it produces a very hard, more like a cracker product. In contrast, Marcheshes is Amuka. A Marcheshes is something that is deep. It's not going to have as much surface area touching the batter, and therefore the Shemen, the oil, remains and it remains a soft product described as rakin soft. This is actually apparent in the beauty of the Pasuk's wording. The Pasuk says, any mincha that's made in a marcheshes, or on this very flat and shallow frying pan. In a marcheshes is that the product is being contained within it, but it's more of a pot-like structure. Al machavas, on the frying pan, is that literally everything is, is laying on the frying pan itself. It's not merely contained, trapped within it, and it's cooking because it's trapped within the pot. It's almost all of it is touching the actual frying pan. And it's two different words, marcheshes, the deep pot, which does not have so much width, but it's really contained within it, and machavas, where it's very shallow, but the extent of exposure to the pan is what produces the product. There is a safer called Shailas Uchuvas Marcheshes, which in the introduction, the author writes that the reason he chose the word Marcheshes for the name of his safer, he gives one reason based on the Pasuk in Tehillim, Memhei, Rochash Libi Dovar Tov, my heart is a stir, is throbbing with something good. He wants to share something special with you, the word rochash. He also says that Marcheshes is the gematria of his and his father's names. But his first reason is that Marcheshes is this deep method of making a mincha as opposed to something that's very shallow. And he writes that in this particular sefer, He's going to share deep concepts with us, and therefore he calls it a marcheshes. Yeshe thank you for joining.